0: it this way offers you convenience by shopping for financing in the evenings or weekends. Most dealers have relationships with multiple lenders, and you can take advantage of manufacturer's special programs not available if you finance somewhere else. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagenhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. 24-7, 365 the number two internet radio program according to TalkStreamLive.com. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show.
1: Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast-to-coast coast and border-to-border border on iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world and good friends to tune in. iTunes and Radio Loyalty. We've got a great guest coming up here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. This is an amazing, amazing Indiegogo campaign. Let's tell you a little bit about this. This is a cause for buying life space. That's right, a container for life. Life Life.Indiegogo.com slash fundraisers, slash container, dash four, dash life. Oh, that's right. They've got an amazing, amazing story. People are already filing in and checking in here. A lot of noise pollution in the studio today because they're loving life.indiegogo.com slash fundraisers, slash container for life. It is very hard to tell the life story in just a few lines, but let's start from today. They work three jobs, one permanent, two part-time, diabetic for about 25 years. They use insulin therapy, but in spite of this, they've never, it was never hard for them to work, honestly. But anyway, this is bringing you to the point. They have no place to live on their own. They were born in the wrong country because here it seems for most of success is reserved for the thieves and the dishonest. Check out more information at life.indiegogo.com com slash fundraisers slash container dash four dash life. Oh yeah, it's an amazing story. And contribute today. Go over to life.indiegogo.com dot com slash fundraisers slash container-4-life dash dash and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it with our next guest here on the big program, hour number two. We've got a uh, great guest with us today, 21 minutes after the hour. Joining us live on the telephone is uh, Craig Deutsch. And uh, Craig is fantastic. Craig, give us a little bit of background, my friend.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh... For myself, uh, I I went to college and and graduate school and and was a physics major. I was uh, faculty at UCLA for seven years and then taught high school for uh, 28 years. Now, when you retire, that's when uh, you have a chance to do the things that are really important. And I became involved with uh, with a small community in the Central Valley of California I, with a colleague, I conducted oral history interviews with, with some of the residents nearby about, about their life in the middle and early 20th century. And these, uh, these stories that they told me became part of a, a book that I had written, uh, one book about the oral history project, and a second one that is fiction based upon it. The second book is called Drifters and Meadowlarks.
1: Now tell us a little bit about these books.
0: Uh, the books are intended, uh, to, I will, I'll describe the second book, it's, fi- it's fiction. Uh, it's based upon stories that I heard from the people and places that I had seen in, in, in this valley. The valley is now the Carrizo Plain National Monument. It was once a very uh, productive farmland. Uh, agriculture has changed, small farms are no longer there, and, and, the, and it is uh, no longer farmed. The the uh, stories are uh, are fictional. Uh, the people are fictional. The events are fictional. The place names are fictional, but the setting is real. And it's about the the, the books are about peop- uh, how people lived in this in in the in this setting. Uh, it's uh, a piece of history, but uh, but it's not. The people are just like us. And and uh, if if we look. If we look carefully, we see ourselves and our parents and our grandparents there, in a setting that's rather different from the modern one where we live.
1: We've got a great guest with us today. Mr. Deutsch joins us here on the telephone. Uh, why did you decide to write these books?
0: <laughs> that 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 was entirely an accident. I didn't decide to write to write the stories. They found me. I went out to the plain as a volunteer, uh, as a volunteer with the uh, with the monument. Uh, then I saw the old machinery that had been left in the fields, uh, harrows that were rusting in the fields. There were f- cattle chutes, there were corrals, there were some homesteads that were falling down, and huge old wooden-sided uh, harvesters, combines, that were standing there. And I wondered, how could people possibly make a living out here when it is so dry and desolate? And then with another person, I uh, started an oral history project to interview these people. And the stories grew and grew. Uh, they're now uh, archived in, in several libraries here. And at that point, I realized that these stories were just going to gather dust unless somebody called attention to them. Somebody should write a book about this so that the, so that the stories are not lost. Of course, there was nobody to write a story about them. So then I had to do it. Uh, it, it was something I had to do. It wasn't something I chose to do.
1: We've got Mr. Deutsch with us today here in our broadcast. 24 minutes after the hour, thanks for joining us here on the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Here on iHeartRadio, in iTunes, and Radio Loyalty, and, of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Now, uh, Mr. Deutsch, tell us, uh, what was some of the uh, target audience that you were trying to go after here? Uh,
0: as I originally... The, the first book was, was basically told about the oral history project. A quarter of it was uh, dealt with how I found the people that had moved away and were living all across the country. A quarter of it were direct uh, quotes from the interviews. Half of it, half the story then was my interpretation of what they told me. And certainly the audience for the first book were people who had lived there, who lived nearby, who visited the monument, or who had uh, who had parents that lived there. Although I like to think that the stories uh, go well beyond the details. The second book uh, is is how, I'm trying to think how best to put it. The second book is is, uh, I'm looking at some of my notes. It's probably for people who are looking for a wider perspective on our modern lives and the the history and the harder lives and the the isolated lives uh, place our lives in perspective and people looking for for this kind of perspective, are the ones that might that might find the books interesting.
1: It is a great guest with us today. Joining us on the telephone, we've got Mr. Deutsch. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we'll chat with Mr. Deutsch a little bit more about his great books here on the World. <laughs>
0: and border to border, keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com.
1: Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border. On TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, 50-plus AM, FM stations across the country and around the world, and iHeartRadio, an amazing guest is on the telephone. We're going to get to them here in just a few moments. But let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners the Transmedia Worldwide. Fantastic Protest America affiliate is with us today. Check out SafeSecure365.com. Amazing piece of business. Check out SafeSecure365.com. These guys are absolutely amazing and they're doing some amazing things. Check out SafeSecure365.com. We all know that it is important to your family, your well-being, and everyone in your life to be safe and secure 365 days a year, and they're going to hook you up at S-A-F-E-S-E-C-U-R-E-365.com. That's safe, secure, the number three, the number six, and the number five, uh, dot com. And tell them you heard about it here of Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it with our next guest here in our big program. We've got a great guest with us today. Mr. Deutsch joins us here on our program. What inspired you to write these books, my friend?
0: Uh, the setting was very much the, the in the Carrizo Plain in this small valley in California was was it was impressive and I'm, and it very stark and it was difficult to imagine how people uh, could live there when when I went to talk with the people about their parents and about their grandparents the stories became better and better and and uh, the people were just were were just like us and i think the story ought to be told i if i may i'll read the last paragraph of of one of the books that may explain um, go right on the, ahead what the story was
1: go uh, right on ahead
0: these people were just like us they were stubborn and they were adaptable they were trusting and they were generous they made extraordinary efforts to take care of their children they were loyal to their friends Some kept to themselves, some quarreled with neighbors, some drank, some partied, and some were drifters. Many marriages lasted a lifetime, and others found the work and isolation on the plains more than their marriage could tolerate. They worked hard, and many of them truly loved the work they did and the place they lived. Few of us today would accept the circumstances that were the norm in those early years. But even if they had few of the conveniences that we consider essential, still they did not have empty lives we might learn something of humility from them and draw courage from their examples. It seemed to be a story that, that, uh, that is easy to forget uh, nowadays and, and, and ought to be told.
1: We've got a great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Summarize the book in just a few sentences for us.
0: Uh, the land itself and the setting is, is broad and, and, and wide, and it makes the people that live, uh, live in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the plains there uh, appear small and perhaps even sig- insignificant, except that they are a part of, of something much bigger than, than they are themselves, and that, and that perhaps is, is a part of the message.
1: We've got a, a tremendous, tremendous guest. What's the overall That's theme a- of the book?
0: Excuse me, I, I didn't hear you. What
1: is the overall theme of the book?
0: I, I, I suppose that was it. the, the, uh, the uh, theme is prou- it is concerned with how the people fit in, in, in the landscape there and, and how the landscape and the, and the land and uh, how they are grounded in the land and have a home in, in that place.
1: We've got Mr. Deutsch joining us today. Thirty-five minutes after the hour. Who do you envision to be the potential readers for this great book? Uh,
0: I. Uh, it's it's probably not for teenagers. It's probably not. It's not for people that are looking for uh, entertainment. Some of the story. Some of the stories are, are, are since actually sad. It's probably. It's certainly not escape. Uh, there are no superheroes or, or action or uh, wildly dramatic action events uh i think it's the the stories are for people who uh, are looking uh, are uh, trying uh let me get it uh ah my computer has gone nuts i i had some no notes. problem no problem uh, it's it's for people who are looking for a wider perspective on our modern lives that that they can guess by by looking in the past these these would be adults who uh, who uh, are looking for ideas uh, and thoughts rather than simply for escape.
1: We've got a uh, tremendous, tremendous guest with us today here in our program. 36 minutes after the hour, how is your book relevant in today's society?
0: I'd like to think it uh, casts some perspective on our societies. The, the people who lived in, in the, between 1900 and 1970 in this valley had no air conditioning in their houses, of course, did not have iPhones. Television had just come in, and they did very well. Their their families were the things that were most important. That were most important to them, and uh, and their na- and their neighbors and their community and their connections with their neighbors were the important things in their lives. And I think I think the book uh, reminds us that reminds us today that these are still important, and perhaps some of the things that we. Uh, that, that we call modern uh, are, are nice but are not not as essential as we might think
1: we've got a uh, tremendous tremendous guest this today mr. Deutsch joins us here on our program what makes your book different from others like it
0: uh, perhaps it's not it's not so different uh, John Steinbeck wrote uh, the Long Valley about the about the Salinas Valley uh, Red Cloud, Nevada was uh, Red Cloud, Nebraska was was where uh, where Willa Cather set her story, My Antonia, and, and there are many sim- many similarities. But uh, this this is perhaps this story is perhaps more more modern. It's nin- it's uh, the the 20th, it's twentieth century, and in some ways, the valley is, very, is is very isolated. There are mountain ranges on both on both sides. And even today, uh, 50 miles away, there are people that have not heard of the valley. So it is uh, an isolated uh, microcosm that, that reflects the, the rest of the world. It's isolation maybe what makes it different.
1: We've got 38 minutes after the hour. Mr. Deutsch joins us today. Who do you, uh, who do you envision to be the potential readers for this great book?
0: I imagine that I had answered it, I uh, imag- uh, the question. I imagine it's uh, adults that are looking for perspective uh, or a view or a, or a historical pr- perspective on, on uh, our modern life.
1: We've got Mr. Deutsch with us today. Mr. Deutsch, thanks for being with us. Really appreciate the conversation. Thank you very much. Thanks for being on. I'm glad.